Welcome to another episode of Sammy Audio Podcast. This is episode 25. Please help support my Videoplex channel. You can see my Videoplex channel where you see your major uploads of podcasts. Semi Videoplex is a very strong supporter of Lyme disease and the Heart and Cancer Foundation. If you feel you have an irregular heartbeat, loss of breath, dizziness, please go to your local emergency room or speak with your primary care physician. My last episode, 24, was about a young man named Matthew Shepard, a story from the year 1998 that I never heard before, but my Facebook friends asked me to do that episode, I really enjoyed the stories, they're very tragic, and if you haven't listened to episode 24 yet, please do. Right after this audio podcast. This audio podcast is about former world champion professional wrestler whose real name is Eldrin Wayne Coleman. If you are a professional wrestling fan, from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. You say I heard that name Coleman before. But you know him better. By the superstar. Billy Graham. The man that revelation professional wrestling. The man that made professional wrestling. Talking on the microphone. Called talking on a stick. Famous. And everyone wanted to be good. Talking on the microphone. Or as they put it, the stick. The tower of power. The billboards on legs. The perfection of its own reflection. The superstar, Billy Graham. And something told me, I best do it. A audio podcast on him before it's too late I'm a subscriber of former professional wrestling Devin Nichols better known as Hannibal who also is a podcast host from the beautiful country of Canada superstar Billy Crown is in bad health is having more issues with his heart I know about heart issues I am doing a sudden weight loss right now. I still have 16 more pounds to lose my last check. I'm going to lose it. Because your heart, oh, your heart, it's just at the battery of your vehicle. It runs everything. And if your heart is not running right, 
if your heart is not working right, if you have a heart complications, you are going in for repairs, very serious repairs. This is Sammy Audio Podcast. Got a very special episode on the superstar from Paradise Valley, Arizona. Billy Graham. I would have loved to do a video plex video on him. But everything is copyrighted with the photos and the matches by the WWE War Wrestling Entertainment under their trademarks. But the WWE hopefully can't stop me from reading and telling you about Superstar Billy Graham through audio. I think I still have freedom of the press. Free speech. And etc. Eldred Wayne Coleman was born the 7th of June in the year of 1943. Better known by his ring name, the superstar, Billy Graham. Is an American former professional wrestler. He gained recognition for his tender as the WWWF heavyweight champion in the year of 1977 through 1978. He's a three times world champion in major professional wrestling promotions. As an award-winning bodybuilder, he was he was a training partner and close friend of Hollywood actor and Mr. Everything and Bodybuilder, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the former governor of California. You know, the Terminator. He is most remembered for his blazing interviews, calling Dusty Rose Jelly Belly and calling Bob back at Halle Duty. Some of his wrestling protégés include Jesse Ventura and Ric Flair. Just the name. Two. Superstar Billy Graham, Mr. Coleman, was born into a working-class family in Phoenix, Arizona on the 7th of June of 1943. His father was from Mississippi and his mother, who claimed Cherokee ancestries, was from Arkansas. Coleman was attracted to weightlifting in the fifth grade. As a teenager, he was an average reader of bodybuilding magazines, his idols being Steve Reeves and John Gimmick. As a teenager, he became a devoted Christian and traveled to religious revives, where he incorporated feats of script into his sermon. Mr. Coleman, the superstar, was a shot put champion in high school. He's also was an amateur professional boxer. I never knew that. 
I never knew Superstar Billy Graham was an amateur professional boxer. Participating in the 1959 Golden Gloves. At the age of 26, he tried out for the Canadian Football League, the CFL, Calgary Stampeders, but was traded to the Montreal Argonauts. He played only a couple of games between footballs, engagements. He worked as a bouncer in a variety of nightclubs in Phoenix, Arizona, New York City, and Los Angeles. After tearing his Achilles tendons, he decided to pursue a career in professional wrestling. His early years in professional wrestling, 1969 through 1972. In 1969, the superstar Billy Graham, Mr. Coleman, was encouraged by professional wrestler Bob Luca to train with Stu Hart, Stu Hart Dungeon, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. I heard stories about that. For Stampede Wrestling Promotion. He trained under Stu Hart in Calgary before debuting on the 16th of January, 1970. 16th of January, 1970 is kind of funny. That's my birthday, January 16th. It's kind of funny. In a match with Dan Kulfak, after wrestling briefly under his ring name, real name, Coleman traveled back to the United States. In May, wrestling for a few months, with Dr. Jerry Graham, Brick Dowie, Rick Cowhill, and Ron Pritchard in Arizona before he and Jerry Graham joined the NWA, National Wrestling Alliance of Los Angeles Promotion, ran by Mike LaBelle. As a tag team the following August, he changed his wrestling name to Billy Graham. A tribute to the famous Angela of the same name, Billy Graham. Later, while wrestling in Championship Wrestling in Florida, the name was served both as a ring name and make him the Cafe, youngest brother of Jerry and the other Graham's brothers, Eddie and Crazy Luke Graham. In late December 1970, Graham went north to join Roy Shine NWA San Francisco promotion, working with Peck Patterson, his tag team partner Ray Stevens, Psycho Negro, Peter Mayavia. Graham nearly two years run in Central California included a stint in wrestling in Hawaii in February in March of the year 1972. This was during his California period that Graham developed a new aspect of his character. Before matches, he would stage his own wrestling contest and encourage the public challenges to his title as own wrestling champion of the world. AWA Wrestling, American Wrestling Association in the year 1972 to 1975. On the 2nd of October, 1972, Superstar Billy Graham premiered in Vern Gagne, the owner of the AWA, based in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where he took on Marco Superstar as he toured the north central states areas of Canada 
Ground Feud with Gagney, The Crusher, Dick the Bruiser, Chief Wahoo McDaniels, British Billy Robertson, Olympic Strong Champion Strongman Kempitara, and the Russian Bear Ivan Koloff, who later became his tag team partner. By this time, Superstar Billy Graham was integrating into his performance not only arm wrestling contests, but also weightlifting challenges, mainly involving ex-Olympian gold medalist strongman Kempitara and posing routines. One of the most memorable feuds was against Chief Wahoo McDaniels, with whom he wrestled numerous bouts with between 1973 and 1974. Among the matches they participated in was Indian scrap matches. It was during the feud with Wahoo McDaniel that Superstar Billy Graham teamed with Ivan Koloff to take on Chief Wahoo McDaniel and the Crusher in a tag team match. It was also during this time in the AWA that he began feuding with Polish power, Polish strongman, Ivan Pusky. Superstar Billy Graham made his return to the WWWF in April 1977 after an agreement with then promoter and owner Vincent J. McKinnon, Vincent J. McMahon Sr. Graham defeated Bruno San Martino for the World Ride Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship on the 30th April 1977 in Baltimore, Maryland. Graham held the title for nine and a half months. During his range, he wrestled across America and in Japan. February 1978, facing challenges such as former champion Bruno Sammartino, Jack Briscoe, Dusty Rose, The American Dream, Paige Morales. Don Morocco, Mimascaris. He also resumed his feud with Ivan Pusky. On the 25th of January 1978 in Miami, Florida, at the Orange Bowl Football Stadium, Graham wrestled against NWA National Wrestling Alliance World Heavyweight Champion, Handsome Harley Race, and the WWWF World Heavyweight Championship versus the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. A unification match would end in a one-hour talent draw. Although a defeat by Bob Backlund, who was embodied to be the all-American good guy wrestler, has been written into Superstar Ground current contract with the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. Graham suggested another outcome to McMahon Sr. 
that Ivan Koloff should turn on him. Though starting a feud that will make Grimm a fan favorite to keep the title. McMahon Sr. refused because of a handshake deal he made with Bob Backlund, the new fan favorite champion. And he did not want to go back on his word. It was also unheard of for a current counter culture character like Billy Graham to be a fan favorite because my man and many older promoters saw Graham as a confirmed heel and therefore a negative role model. Graham eventually lost the title to Bob Backlett on the 20th day of February of the year of 1978. Another few that superstar Billy Graham had as a champion was with Dusty Rose, the American Dream, the son of a plumber, in Texas bull rope matches. His confrontations with the American Dream continued after Graham had been forced to drop the belt to Bob Bagley. Dusty Rose, himself a longtime friend of Graham, recalled these matches with Graham in 1978 as among the most exciting and memorable matches of my career. And those are words spoken by the late Dusty Rose. Superstar Buddy Ground returned to the World Wrestling Federation on many occasions. He even returned to the World Wrestling Federation in the rock and wrestling era when wrestling was no longer a sport. Hidden secrets. They're not hidden for real. They have microphones underneath the ring so they stomp their foot when they throw their punches to make it sound real loud. The referee have a microphone in his ear and someone backstage is telling the referee what to do. And when they forget their roles, the character that they're playing, someone backstage is telling the referee to tell the wrestlers what to do. It's all scripted. So my tennis superstar Billy Graham returned to the World Wrestling Federation towards the end of his career. He no longer had the bleached blonde hair and the cool sideburns. His body was no longer chiseled. He had a shaven head. and started doing martial arts. And if he was a wrestling fan, such as me, who never had the opportunity to see Superstar Billy Graham wrestle because he didn't come to the Detroit, Michigan area. But oh, he was beautiful in the magazines, though. We noticed he was very stiff. He didn't move good. He kept both his foots flat on the mat because of his hip surgeries. He lost a lot of speed. He was never known for his suplexes, his arm locks, his wrist locks, his figure fours. He was known for his chiseled bodies and that bear hug. He was known for being the best of the man on earth. 
he was also known for how good he was on the mic. I mean, how good he was on the stick. They start calling the stick because the tower of power, the superstar Billy Graham, the perfection of his own reflection, the most beautiful man alive was on television. He was waiting for that Polish power Ivan Pusky and the Italian eating spaghetti loving Bruno San Martino's and Pedro Morales and Howdy Doody Bob Backlund and that fake Olympic scrum man Kim Patera. We don't know how long we have on this earth. But Billy Graham has been sick for a very long time. And years ago, he always said he only had a year to live. But with one or two liver transplant, very remarkably, he's still here with us. He is still here with us in the year 2021. Superstar Billy Graham does have a GoFundMe on his page. But if you've never seen Superstar Billy Graham at a very young age, you can YouTube it or Google it. But he was one of a kind. He was a superstar. Billy Graham. Superstar Billy Graham became addicted to antibody steroids at an early age and used the drugs for over 25 years. Since his retirement in the year 1987, he had six hip replacement surgeries, five on his left side, one on his right side. Problems such as bone and joint deterioration have been linked to his steroid abuse. You want to say, Mr. Coleman? You are in the thoughts and prayers of the Videoplex family. And this is a very big family. We go from one end of the world to the other. We go from the China Seas to the Pacific Ocean. We go from Russia to North Korea. And North Korea to Romania and Poland. We go from the Ukraine to the Czech Republic. We go to Hungary and Germany. We go worldwide. And you are in our thoughts and prayer, Mr. Coleman. And you are in the zone. You're in the video play zone. We have just one life. Each one of us try to leave something to be remembered by. And one day, hope the next person can say, 
I was a fan of semi video plex. Hope the next person that comes behind me say, Oh, and Sammy James Wells Jr. was okay. Please like, share, follow, subscribe, and help support my VideoPlex channel and my VideoPlex audio. I want to say I love you to my daughter Julia Faith and to you Evelina. I want to say I thank you and love each one of you subscribers that always leave me comments and view my audio and my channel. And to all my viewers that view my audio and my video Plex channel but don't subscribe, I hope one day you decide to become a subscriber and join the VideoPlex family. From me to you. Stay safe. And I'll see you soon in the video plex song. Thank you very much. Papa and Dovagenia. Hi, and welcome to episode 26. I seen a crime committed. Before I start this podcast, I'd like to say, will you please watch Semi Video Plex? I just uploaded a new video, Transforming Planets. I was just reading an article about Mars. Do Mars help oxygen on it? Yes, it does. But not enough for humans to live on. Uh, Mars help one ten thousandth of the oxygen that we have here on Earth. But the thing is, we can make oxygen to live on Mars and possible other planets. Enough for astronauts to survive. And that is, that is my theory. We are not exploring Mars to see how life looked millions of billions of years ago. We are exploring these planets to see how our lives will look in the future. We're not caring about planets millions and billions of years ago. We are exploring these planets for our future generations. I'm a very strong supporter of Lyme disease. Please learn more about Lyme disease and help support Cancer and the Heart Foundation. Now stay tuned for I saw a crime committed. I went outside at 2.28 a.m. very early Sunday morning. 
because it was going to be a very quiet day. Since still to me, Sundays are like holidays. They're so quiet and relaxed and slow paced and laid back. As I went out star watching in an autumn sky, the stars, the stars was aligned like a base of a spaceship. Your square spaceship. As I sit in my car, with the car running very quietly and the heat on, I notice a very strange car I never seen in my apartment complex pull up. And I couldn't tell who was in the vehicle because you know how new cars are. They have tenant windows and then they have tenant windows. These was tenant windows. You couldn't see a thing inside. But the car parked. You know, when people, they park backwards, they stop, they sit, and then they make a very backward turn, backwards back to park their vehicle. And that's what they did. Whoever was in the vehicle. But no one never got out. So... I kept star watching, stargazing. After making sure my doors was locked, I relaxed in my vehicle. Only two minutes went by. It was 2.30 a.m. Sunday morning. The vehicle was sitting there about two, maybe three car spaces away from me. And I guess they didn't notice any smoke coming from my tailpipe, my exhaust system, because they didn't bother me. I guess they was just too into whatever they was doing. Right then, I heard a car door slam. I raised up in my seat and looked over. And I see the white fever male body land in the driveway as the car drove away very slow. Of course, I didn't jump out my car and play superhero or hero because I really don't know what's going on. All I know, she could have failed. It was the end of a Saturday night and a Sunday morning. After a while, very slowly, I noticed she wasn't moving. So I opened my car door and yelled out, are you okay? Miss, are you okay? I figured she was a lady because she had long hair. Brown is blind, but more of a very light brown than blind. And she just laid there. I didn't recognize her. There was parked in my a lot in front of my apartment building but I never seen her before maybe she's coming from the building next door I didn't see any blood or anything and her vehicle drove away very slowly maybe that's what happened she stepped at the vehicle and because she's intoxicated she lost her balance and fell and the person driving the car didn't notice that she fell and just drove away not paying attention at all I walked up to her and said, Miss, are you okay? I had my cell phone in my hand. 
but she never moved. So I bent down, put my hand on her shoulder, and she was just stiff, straight. And I shook her. I said, Miss, are you okay? As I was calling, as I was calling the paramedics. 911 operator picked up. As the phone rang for the 911 operator, I waited. 911, what is your emergency? I explained to them it's a female laying in the parking lot. I told them my location in front of my apartment building. She's about two or maybe three car spaces away from me. They sit there for a while. I heard a door close and a vehicle drove away very slowly. And I told them the make model of the vehicle, the color of the vehicle. But I didn't think that one was wrong. So I didn't get the license plate of the vehicle. I told them the lady was fully dressed. She's stiff. But she's not. She's stiff. She's just stiff. She's not moving. Now I want operator, then ask me to roll her over to see if she breathing. I had the cell phone in my left hand, and I rolled it over very slowly with my right hand. And notice, her throat was cut. And I explained that to the operator. And now I want off operator, asked me to stay on the line. He was sending help on the way and not to leave. I see the murder committed. I saw a crime. After the police arrived with the paramedics, they questioned me, asked me to think hard. Maybe I see the license plate just to recall. I said, no, there's about two or three car spaces away from me. I was parked right there with my car still running next to that van. I can't see next past that cargo van. And I guess they didn't realize I was there because they were so into each other. The paramedics had her on the scratcher and scrapped her down. The paramedics was talking to one another with the officers and said she's deceased. Her dope had been cut with a very sharp knife. She's the OA and caught up what Hammond was. A older paramedic driver said, wait, wait, we can't list her down as Caucasian female did on arrival.
The police officer said, why not? The older paramedic driver said, sir, she's a transvestite. She's a man. I'm touching her Adam apples right now. I came with the star watch. Look at how the stars are all lined up. Like a base of a spaceship. They're just sitting there. So close to each other. You can see the front wheels, the rear wheels. About four, maybe five lights in the center. The stars are just lined up beautiful like a base of a spaceship. But instead of me noticing the stars that I came out to watch, I just witnessed a crime. I just witnessed a crime. This was a non-fiction story. It wasn't true. Just a story I made up as I was start watching. The power of stars. I just witnessed a murder. I just witnessed a crime. Catch your title. I just witnessed a crime. Have you ever seen the lady to all the means that you just thought was the most beautiful lady? You just had to talk to her. Get to know her. And be a man. Just to find out. She's not the most beautiful lady you ever seen. She was born something else. And the last minute you overreacted. Now let's put the ladies in the same situation. Have you ever thought you just saw the best looking man you have ever seen? Someone you love spending time with. Someone you like to get to know. As a woman get to know a man. And you notice he can't perform with you. He can't do well. A man supposed to do with a woman. And then you ask him, is it me? He fight himself just to be honest. And say, no, it's me. He say those three letters that women hate. She A Y. I just witnessed a crime. Have you ever just star watched? Peace and quiet of the night.
I just witnessed a crime. It's sort of like today's culture in 2021. When men's turn to women's, they just want to be the most beautiful woman they are. So they try 100 times more than what a normal woman would try to be beautiful. And I just witnessed her crying. She was dating someone who didn't know what she was. And after he found out about her, he still loved her. But he loved her secretly. But she wanted to make her relationship with him public. And she talked just social media and started showing photos. He tried to get her to take her social media sites down with him in it. But she was just proud to be with him. And she refused to. Because she loved him as he loved her. But she wanted everyone to know that she loved him. But he just couldn't bear to let people know he fell in love with someone who wasn't what they really appeared to be. And like real life events, her lover became her killer. Please help support the Lyme Disease, the Heart and Cancer Foundation. You feel yourself short as a breath and irregular heartbeats and it's keep recording over and over again. Please talk to your local physician or please go to your local hospital emergency room. And please learn more about heart disease, hypertension, and cancer. And Lyme disease is finally looked at as a real disease. Because someone I love very much, but living with Lyme disease for a very long time, after being bit by a deer tick in Poland. The beautiful country of Poland. Please also help support Semi Videoplex. Help support this audio podcast, Semi Videoplex Audio. Please like, share, subscribe, and follow me on social media sites. No, on social media sites, you won't see Videoplex. You'll see my name, Sammy James Willis Jr. And please leave me comments. And let me know how I am doing. Together, we can make semi videoplex a reality. I'm recording to you in video and audio. So, real soon, one day, my voice has to be heard. Not a whisper. But a very long yell. And those words will be. Video Plex is here. And Video Plex has been heard.
I just witnessed a crime. A group of men yelling for those ladies. Telling them what they can do for them. Not knowing who they are. They are not ladies. Their lovers became their murderers. They only want to be their lovers behind closed doors. Yes, the ladies loved them to death and wanted all of social media and all the world to know. They just couldn't bear. For anyone to find out. So on this night, the one that said he loved her had to be her murderer. That's we just witnessed a crime. was committed this is now one one what is your emergency Hello? Hello? Is anyone there? Hi, and welcome to episode 27 of Sammy Audio Podcast. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe, and follow me on social media. And please also help support my channel, Sammy Videoplex. And please help me in my effort to support Lyme disease and the Cancer and the Heart Foundation. Please learn more about these three diseases. Because the more we educate ourselves, 
the stronger we are. There's no secret that I am a cancer survivor. I was diagnosed with leukemia cancer March 12, 2004 in East Dearborn, Michigan, Oakwood Hospital. I went to full remission in January 2006. And I'm still a cancer patient at this time. The cancer drug that I use is 100 milligram of Spriso. And I still do my CBC blood tests. And my hospital, that I get my cancer treatment is, is where I get all my treatment. The University of Toledo Medical Center. That I have nothing but very strong praises and strong words and good things to say about them. The University of Toledo Medical Center have very dedicated staff from the receptionist to the nurses and of course to the doctors. I've received nothing but first class care since becoming a patient at the UOT in 2018. If you are suffering from irregular heartbeats, shortness of breath, and it keep occurring, please take it serious and talk to your primary care physician or go to your local hospital to seek medical treatment. I, I was at work less than 24 hours ago. And half at the end of my 12-hour shift, I cannot say halfway through my 12-hour shift, I started suffering shortness of breath, discomfort in my chest. It wasn't an elephant on my chest. It was just that my windpipes near my Adam's apple was clogged up. So I kept coughing over and over again, trying to clear my windpipes, and that didn't work. So I started drinking Epsom pure water that we have in the plant that I work in. We work 12-hour shifts. And that didn't work. So I stepped off the floor and went to the men's bathroom and tried to gather myself. It cleared up only to return, shortness of breath and a rapid heartbeat. And once again, I walked off the plant floor into the lobby. And I started drinking cold water from the water fountain. And it cleared up. The third time that it happened, the whole plant and the machine that was working, the KTB, was spinning around. And I started spinning around. And I had these symptoms before, and I told myself in 2018 when I passed out and hit the floor, I would do everything possible to never pass out again. I'll do everything possible to never hit the floor again. I have a regular heartbeat. I've been living with it since I was 19 years old. For a very long time. That's decades, decades, decades ago. Now that I have an older heart, it's occurring more. Because I was only going to the hospital once a year for my irregular heartbeat, rapid heartbeats, shortness of breath. Now I am, I am going as a patient several times a month. And that's not good. My regular heartbeat is usually something my primary care physician can treat. But this year, 2021, I've been going to the hospital a lot. So this episode 27 of Semi Videoplex Audio is dedicated 
for regular heartbeat patients. Please take it serious. This is an audio video that I borrowed from the Alliance for Aging Research. Have you or a loved one ever experienced an irregular heart rhythm? If so, you know how frightening it can be, especially if you don't know what's causing it, or if it's a sign of something serious or life-threatening. The rate and rhythm of the heart is controlled by electrical signals that start from within one of the heart's upper chambers. These electrical signals cause the heart to contract or squeeze in a coordinated manner. This synchronized heartbeat continuously circulates blood through the lungs and out to the rest of the body to deliver vital oxygen. Irregular heart rhythms, or arrhythmias, occur when the heart's electrical signals are abnormal, making it beat too fast, too slow, or in an uncoordinated manner. That irregular heart rhythm can interfere with the heart's ability to pump effectively. There are numerous types of arrhythmias. Some resolve on their own, while others need treatment. Some are harmless, while others can be dangerous or even fatal. Some arrhythmias can produce symptoms that are physically exhausting, scary, and impact day-to-day -day activities. This makes it especially important to get an accurate diagnosis and appropriate treatment if you think you may be experiencing an irregular heart rhythm. While you may have heard of atrial fibrillation, which is the most common heart rhythm problem, there are many types that you've likely never heard of. They are generally grouped into four main categories. Premature, or extra beats, are usually harmless and may not cause any symptoms. They can be caused by stress, exercise, caffeine, or nicotine. Bradyarrhythmias occur when the heart beats slower than usual and can lead to too little oxygen getting to the body. Although certain medical conditions can lead to bradycardia, most of the time, it is caused by damage to heart tissue from aging or other heart conditions, or by some medications, including drugs used to treat other heart arrhythmias and blood pressure. Ventricular arrhythmias start in the lower chambers of the heart, or ventricles. They can be life-threatening and require immediate medical care. Existing heart disease is often the cause. Supraventricular arrhythmias are abnormal heart rhythms that originate anywhere outside of the ventricles. These can start in the atria, or upper chambers, or within the heart's electrical system. Atrial fibrillation is the most common arrhythmia and can lead to stroke, heart failure, and other complications. Atrial flutter has similar symptoms and complications to atrial fibrillation, but is less common. Supraventricular tachycardia, or SVT, refers to supraventricular arrhythmias that are fast. Paroxysmal supraventricular tachycardia, or PSVT, is a condition where an abnormal electrical connection between the atria and ventricles causes a rapid heart rhythm that can start and stop suddenly. It affects around 1.7 million people in the United States, yet it is often difficult to diagnose. Episodes of rapid heart rate from PSVT affect people in different ways. Some don't even notice the episodes, while others describe them as frightening and exhausting. While PSVT isn't usually life-threatening, 
not being able to predict when the next episode will happen can cause serious anxiety. Some people find themselves avoiding activities and daily routines out of fear of the next episode. PSVT can also cause people to faint or pass out without warning, which can make things like driving dangerous. PSVT can only be diagnosed if the heart is being monitored during an episode. And since episodes come and go without warning, it can be hard to capture them on a monitor and get answers. Because episodes can be alarming, people often end up in the emergency room. There are a range of treatments for PSVT and other arrhythmias. So, while receiving a diagnosis can feel overwhelming, it's a critical step in living with, treating, and potentially curing your irregular heart rhythm. Be sure to talk to your healthcare professional right away if you think you may have an arrhythmia. For more information, visit the Arrhythmia Alliance, American Heart Association, the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute, and the Alliance for Aging Research. And for my x-rays and my treatment, I know I was born with five Yes, five heart chambers. When the average person has four, and the average person's hearts beat 60 to 100 times a minute, my heart beat a lot faster than that since I was born with an extra heart chamber. And from the x ray, my physician at the University of Toledo Medical Center, cardiovascular, showed me when my heart chamber number five is beating, it's okay. Especially if it can beat to the same rhythm as the other four heart chambers I was born with. But when it beat out of rhythm, that is when a problem will occur. The other four heart chambers slow down and let the fifth heart chamber give me the air, the oxygen, the blood that I need to survive. The heart is just like the battery of your SUV or your vehicle. It runs everything. Without your battery, your vehicle, you're not going too far. And if your heart is not beating right, you're going to end up in an emergency room or even worse. I'm going to play one more audio pop cast video on regular heartbeats. ...toward the entire body by squeezing its different parts in a special way. The top part, called the atria, squeezes first. Then the bottom part of the heart, called the ventricles, squeezes next. Atrial fibrillation is an abnormal heart rhythm that causes a fast and irregular pulse. In atrial fibrillation, parts of the atria send disorganized electrical impulses into the top of the heart. These abnormal discharges cause the atria to shake like jelly. This activity takes over the heart's normal beats and the body is not able to control how fast the heart is beating. This causes the most common symptom of atrial fibrillation, fatigue. Atrial fibrillation is the most common type of abnormal heart rhythm. An estimated three to six million Americans have it. In fact, it happens so commonly, doctors have a nickname for it, AFib. Most often, the risk of AFib increases as we get older. As people age, so does their heart, and age is the biggest risk factor for developing AFib. Just 2% of people under the age of 65 have atrial fibrillation, but as high as 9% of those over the age of 65 have. Age is not the only thing that brings on AFib. Other things can cause it too. Problems like obesity, thyroid disorders, too much alcohol, caffeine and energy drinks, 
high blood pressure. Lung problems like COPD and even sleep apnea can trigger this arrhythmia. Also, being very sick, like with a serious infection, can throw the heart into this abnormal rhythm. Atrial fibrillation causes two main problems, the symptoms it can cause and the increased chances of stroke. To understand how atrial fibrillation causes strokes, we need to look at a part of the heart called the left atrial appendage. This part of the heart is kind of like the heart's tail. When AFib starts, the atria shakes like jelly. This type of movement does a bad job at pushing blood out of the top part of the heart and into the bottom. Because of this, some of the blood pools inside the heart's little tail, where it settles and can form blood clots. In AFib, some of these formed clots inside the appendage can detach. If the heart breaks out of AFib and starts squeezing normally again, the tail appendage can squeeze the clots out. The clots can then be launched into the body. The most common place a blood clot goes after it leaves the heart is the brain. If a clot lands in your brain, it can obstruct the blood flow and cause a stroke. A stroke can have a huge impact on a person's life, even taking away their ability to talk and move independently. If you have AFib, it is important to find out your chance of having a stroke so you can decide if you need to protect yourself from one. Fortunately, there is a tool that can help you and your doctor quickly determine your risk. This tool is called the Chad's Basque score. This score looks at all the factors that increase the chances of stroke in people with AFib. If your score adds up to zero or one, then your chance of having a stroke is low. For any score over two, protection with a blood thinner or what is called an occlusion device is recommended. Until recently, Coumadin was the only choice of blood thinner available for patients with AFib. Coumadin can protect from a stroke, but it is a very difficult drug to take as it requires frequent testing. Fortunately, there are now four new oral blood thinners that do not need regular blood draws for monitoring and have minor interactions with food and other medications. If a patient is bleeding or is at high risk of bleeding because of frequent falls, job activities, or sports, or has had head trauma, an occluding device is recommended. An occluding device may also be used if the patient has a history of not taking their prescribed medications. Doctors in the U.S. offer two occlusion devices that can protect you permanently from a stroke. The first of these devices is called the Watchman device. A plug is placed inside the heart's tail so that clots will not settle inside of it. The second device option ties off the heart's tail altogether so it can no longer cause the problem. Symptoms of AFib can be different for everyone. The same irregular heart rhythm can cause severe symptoms in one person and nothing in others. The most common symptom of AFib is fatigue, but people with AFib can also feel their heart racing or palpitations, shortness of breath, chest pain, and even anxiety. There are medications available that can help treat the heart so that AFib happens much less often. This can lead to an improvement in symptoms. These medications are called antiarrhythmics. Antiarrhythmics have a limited ability to control AFib and can cause side effects. The most common and powerful of these medications is called amiodarone. Amiodarone is effective at controlling atrial fibrillation, but it can affect the thyroid gland, making it either overactive or underactive. Also, taking amiodarone for a long time can change the skin's color and cause permanent lung scarring. Over the last two decades, atrial fibrillation has also been treated with a procedure called an ablation. 
The ablation procedure was invented in the 1990s and has been dramatically improved over time. It can help reduce patients' symptoms and mortality while reducing the need for medications and their side effects. With an ablation, doctors can target the root of the problem that causes AFib. They do this by tracing the abnormal electrical discharges that cause the irregular heartbeat and locating the parts of the heart where they occur. Up to 85% of these discharges happen in the part of the heart that receives blood from the lungs, the pulmonary veins. Once they locate these trigger areas, doctors then enter the heart using a minimally invasive approach. Inside the atrium, they target and zap, or ablate, these abnormal trigger areas while leaving the normal parts alone. The earlier the problem is treated, the more effective an ablation will be. Ablations are successful at treating AFib that comes and goes, called paroxysmal, up to 90% of the time. The procedure can be up to 80% effective for those with persistent AFib that has been occurring for less than one year, and as high as 60% effective at treating it if it has been happening for over a year. Since 2016, the procedure of AFib ablation has begun to expand to include the left atrial appendage. When the left atrial appendage is ablated, in addition to the ablation around the pulmonary veins, the procedure's effectiveness improves by approximately 20%. Many studies have shown that this updated ablation procedure is safe and does not increase the risks related to ablation. Regardless of how long AFib has been going on, it is never too late for treatment. Even in those who have had it for a long time, reducing the amount of time the heart stays in AFib can lead to an improvement in symptoms. I hope you enjoyed this audio podcast. And very seriously, take care of yourself and your health. As we age, no matter what type of shape we are in, no matter how many compliments we give, how young we look for our age, and no matter what we can still do, but better at an older age, our body ages. And your heart is very important. It ages too. Like I said, before the year of 2021, I only went to the hospital once a year for my heart. My primary care physician usually is able to handle it. But since 2021, I go to the hospital more regularly per month. Because I'm getting older. And each one of us have to admit that. We're getting older. We're not young anymore. Please like, share, subscribe, comment, and follow me. And please share my audio podcast and my videos with your social media friends. Thank you for your support. And please join me in the Videoplex family. Take care of yourself and help me support the Lyme disease and the Heart and Cancer Foundation. My name is Sammy, the creator and host of Sammy Videoplex Audio and Sammy Videoplex. Thank you and stay well.